Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and CEO of The Robin Report, and along with my co-host, Shelley Cohan, also, by the way, a professor at the Fashion Institute of Technology. Uh, we welcome you to today's conversation. Is Amazon on a slippery slope downward? You know, Shelley, as you know, I've written several articles uh, criticizing Amazon um, for its hugely misguided attempt to build an omnichannel retail model. You know, by testing one bad physical store idea after another. And by the way, in doing so, wasting time and billions of dollars to build their own physical presence. And by the way, I don't include their wholesale foods acquisition, which is still a mismatch for them to this day. All of that waste, Shelley, uh, when they could have simply acquired Coles, for example, right. and overnight, yeah, and overnight they'd have 1,150 locations and a level of apparel dominance, which uh, Bezos declared on day one they would eventually need, and they would have acquired a management infrastructure of seasoned retail executives. Now, pause here to say that Coles' <laughs> current situation it has to be a subject for another time, and. It's, I just use that as an example because when Amazon was running around testing all these different models, uh, Kohl's uh, looked as though it might be a, a shoe-in idea. Anyway, but that's another topic. Anyway, whether or not, uh, Shelley, the, the, this stumbling along with no breakthrough in sight prompted Bezos to cede his CEO title to Andy Jassy. Um we can fairly assume Bezos, as the entrepreneur, uh, decided Amazon needed, at this point in time, the disciplined, kind of strategic-minded leader who could make some bold uh, strategic moves that would stabilize and grow its business into the future. And I I think, in my opinion, I think J uh, Jassy was a great, pick and i think you know you and i have discussed and you agree i mean yep you recall his enormous success in building their aws amazon web services which today contributes 70 percent of amazon's profits i don't know how many people know that or not speaking of which i believe that jassy will find ways of stemming its downward slope, but I really think he will. But it's going to take a long time. And by the way, it's going to be exacerbated by competitor number one, Walmart. Um, mm. In fact, I attributed Amazon's wasted physical retail strategy to the fact, in my opinion, that they do not have any experience physical retail minds in their senior or C suites. Oh boy. And then of course comes a pandemic uh, during which Amazon's business soared, of course. But the bad news about it is that they expected their rapid pace of growth would at least somewhat continue after the pandemic was over. 
And of course, in thinking that, they rushed building <laughs> new distribution centers and hiring thousands more employees, not only to meet the surge in business during the pandemic and what they predicted to continue post-pandemic. So huge uh, investment, uh, CapEx mistakes. So on top of all of this, their fulfillment costs were rising like crazy. I mean, when you realize the packaging and shipping costs um, and labor of a $5 item, it's a huge loss. Or as the cost of bulkier items increases, those are costs that have to be dealt with. Robin, you have a lot of great points here, but let me just jump in real quick. So for the second quarter, Amazon's revenue grew 11%. So it grew up to $134 billion, and it beat it out its estimates, which sat around $132 billion. So, Mm -hmm. and their CFO, Brian Olowski, said that Amazon's reorganized its fulfillment network. It's opened up new warehouses for same-day shipping closer to the big metro areas, Mm. all of which is saving time and also saving costs on delivery methods. So the result of all this faster speeds and this whole idea of same-day delivery, it's interesting, but it actually has resulted in more Prime members shopping more frequently. Hmm. So they're they're buying more. They're spending yeah. more and they're shopping more frequently. And get this, Amazon's quarterly profit trounced expectations. Yeah, Shelly, you know, I hear those numbers and and you and you're right, but but I, I'm sorry, I don't get all excited <laughs> about one quarter. And do you remember um that financial comment? by a very sage analyst, you can't cost cut your way to growth. So yeah, listen to this. Amazon has laid off more than 27,000 employees over the past year. 9% of its roughly 300,000 person staff. And how much money did they lose in cutting out contracts agreed upon to build out distribution centers and other infrastructure uh, commitments made during the pandemic to meet an expected continuous surge in sales volume. Its um, office workforce could shrink further as it rolls out a new policy requiring employees to either relocate to major Amazon corporate hubs you know, such as Seattle and New York, or if they refuse to move, um, they would be terminated. So that's going to be another big uh, issue that they're going to have to deal with. You know, it <clears throat> it recently revealed, Shelley, that more reductions at Amazon Fresh stores while searching for months for the right grocery strategy And, of course, there is that pesky Whole Foods disaster (laughs) raising its ugly head. And, and Shelley, as Amazon Web Services came in at $22.1 billion versus the $21.8 billion in revenue. So Amazon 
web services, increasing Amazon 12% to that $22.1 billion. And again, as I mentioned before, AWS accounted for 70% of Amazon's $7.7 billion in operating profit. So well, that's true. Yeah. That's true, Robin. And, and analysts had expected Amazon to be back in the black this last quarter. So we're yeah. meeting exceeding the expectations, but the forecast had centered on a profit of about $3.6 billion. Right. When the actual number that came out was $6.8 billion. Wow. So and and by the way, the last quarter, Q2, was Amazon's largest profit since the final quarter of 2021. So there's yeah. a and there's a few areas that Amazon is going after that actually may help them from sliding down that slippery slippery slope, as you say, Robin. That's a real tongue twister. <laughs> um, but let's start with advertising. So almost eleven billion dollars in growing. They're really going after the advertising revenue. And, you know, keep in mind, the higher the sales and the more partners with increased streaming, all will continue to fund the growth in ads and advertising. Yeah. So the advertising res revenue for Amazon this past quarter jumped 22%. So if you compare that to Google's ad revenue, which rose 3%, or Meta, where its ad <coughs> revenue was up 12%. And I get that. I get that Amazon is still a small fish in a big pond with only 7% of the total worldwide digital ad market, Alphabet having 29%, Meta has 21% respectively. Yeah. But the point being is that Amazon is really growing significantly faster in this space. Yeah, that's the other, true. The other areas, let's talk about Prime Day and the impact which will hit actually Q3 and, and Q4, which I'll get to in a second. But Amazon expects sales growth from July's Prime Day to be 9 to 13%. And wow. so if you think about this, no big surprise here. So that is going to hit for Q3. That's not in the Q2 numbers. So that's going to be a benefit <clears throat> in Q3. And they just announced Prime Day for October, which is going to help with the Q4 revenues. And it's going to drive Prime membership. Yeah. And every single time they have a Prime Day, they make more money in the advertising space. So it goes back to that advertising wheel mm. by selling to their vendors, especially with, remember, they bought the NFL Thursday night football. Oh, yeah. They have the rights to that. So now if you think about it, you have this highly captive audience, Prime Day in October in the heat of the football season it just continues to fuel, you know, all the other things that Amazon's doing. So every Prime Day brings in more Prime members. So the cycle just continuously is being fed. Yeah. The other area, which is interesting, um, which they are focusing on, is the B2B side of the business. So Jassy wants to build B2B from a $35 billion <coughs> empire to over $100 billion. So let me ask you this. It Give me an example of B2B. And is this the AWS division or what? I'm sure a lot of it is either um, uh, business to business. Um, it could be the selling, the services. I'm sure AWS is a part of that as well, but okay. not specific to cloud storage. Okay. The Got other it. area that they're spending a ton of money on is um, AWS is spending a lot of capital money on investments in generative AI. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Not a, not a big shocker there. Because um, the industry is so excited about generative AI and artificial intelligence. Um, so, and Amazon, interestingly enough, and maybe not a big surprise, but Amazon's really competing right there with the likes of the other big players like Google and Microsoft. So AWS and its cloud business will continue to grow. Mm. And especially as more and more companies are looking towards generative AI use cases. Yeah, I get that. Go ahead. Yeah. The, la the last one, which I want to talk about is Amazon One. So Amazon One is the biometric palm reader that allows for quick purchasing of products at uh. a starting point. <laughs> but later on, it's actually going to go into more advanced use cases, which I'm going to explain in a minute. But I, I have to take a step back here for one moment. Do you remember? I think it was like 10 years ago, nine years ago. Remember when everyone in the industry was all excited about mobile payments and how mobile payments was going to replace credit cards and debit cards, but then it didn't? Right. It did right. not. And it did not. The main reason it did not is because mobile payment is actually not much more simpler than using a credit card or debit right. card. There's no exactly. like great save, right? Well, yep. Amazon One is a big game changer. You're just waving the palm of your hand to play for stuff, pay for stuff. So by the end of this year, you'll be able to scan your palm at any of the company's 500 Whole Foods stores <laughs> in the U.S. and pay for groceries. <laughs> Shelly, <laughs> give me a break. I mean, you and I usually <laughs> don't disagree on too many things. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Scanning your palm while checking out at a Whole Foods, this is nuts. And I, you know, so I got to say, didn't they learn from their Amazon Go flop? Give well, me a break. But anyway, it's going it's going beyond groceries, though. So um, once once a customer is enrolled in Amazon One, your hand is all you'll need to not only pay for groceries, but you can also use the technology to at some Panera restaurants, a handful of retail uh, at airports. Stadiums, mm. concert venues. So, and I'll get to some advanced use cases in a second, but here's a really interesting fun fact. Guess who else is testing using Amazon One technology? Who none other than <laughs> none other than Starbucks. Really? So what's fascinating about Starbucks testing this, Tom, and this is why I'm saying, Robin, you really have to think about this for a second. Um, so Starbucks mobile app is actually one of the highest usage of mobile payments. So when you look mm. at people paying for goods on their mobile, Starbucks is like right behind Apple Pay. It's way up there. So it's, oh. I find it super fascinating <clears throat> that they're actually um, testing the palm reading technology. Okay. So right, right now, there's only a handful of Starbucks that offer this technology. But if you think about a wider rollout, you know, keep in mind, Starbucks has over 37,000 locations. Yeah. So, and I think Amazon's one expansion of the palm reading technology to other areas of a consumer's life. So, for example, if you think about stadiums around the United States, one of the biggest pain points in, in a stadium in a, is that they, keep, they have to card people for alcohol, making sure they can, you know, they're at of age to drink oh, so yeah. stadiums found that by using the palm identifier 
they can increase sales by getting through the queue a lot faster. So, and I have to add a note here, since they shortened the play of baseball recently with all its new rules, imagine how this technology can help fans get back in their seat a lot quicker. You wave your hand, you grab your beer, you go to your seat. So, and and of course, down the road, why not use this technology for workplace identifiers? It's already be it's already being used for timekeeping. But what about access to offices, buildings, on and on and on? Well, you know, I, I hear you, and you know that's another hmm. thing about Jassy. Um, he will likely default to focusing on AWS and other technology things, such as you're talking about. Um, and AWS, of course, is the crown jewel that he created and knows best about. So, Shelley, you know, I, I wrote an article recently titled, quote, Jassy to Employees, Redefine Amazon, end of quote, as the headline of the article. And as I, you know, reviewed Jassy's commitment, you know, and rallying cry to his employees, I want to read my closing copy in that article. Here's what I said in closing. Mr. Jassy, a full-scale redefinition. Really? That's an ambitious, that's ambitious by any measure. Retail is just one part of Amazon's puzzle, but in my opinion, the roadmap is sitting in front of them, hidden in plain sight. Just drive no more than 10 miles from Amazon's headquarters, and Mr. Jassy will see the future of retail staring him in the face. And he can thank Doug McMillan for the preview of things to come. Of course, (laughs) Doug McMillan's the CEO of Walmart. Well said, Robin. All right. (laughs) For our listeners, you can find more of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and therobinreport.com. And please follow us on social media and link in with us for the latest thoughts about the industry. And I want to thank everybody again for joining us uh, today. And um, as I say every Friday, um, if you've got a topic that you would like Shelly and I to cover, uh, just send me an email at robin at the robin report dot com. And thanks again.